All right. Looks like we're live. Hello, live. Let's hear some tune. <laughs> Let them know who we are. Alimi and the anchor going. Yes. Around. Hi, folks. It's Steve Atkins and Blake Bennett from Classic Rock Battles, The Limey and the Yank. And if you didn't know that, well, then here comes our theme song. The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song you made from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy with the music we play. I love it, mate. And that's Lime us. That's <laughs> us. I'm the Limey. Hopefully you know me. You don't need to know the other guy, but he's the Yank. It would uh, help. Pay no attention to him. But it's all about Olivia today. We are going to honor Olivia Newton-John. We honestly love you. That's what we're going to say for the show. I could get choked. Yeah, you up. know what? I got to I gotta mention, one of the reasons we wanted to do this is Olivia Newton-John passed away last month, and there were a lot of people who were saying, oh, gosh, yeah, I remember her from Greece. And then there were a smaller number who would go, I loved Xanadu. And then yeah. a very tiny niche would say, gosh, I loved her country crossover hit, Let Me Be There. And we're like, wow, there's so much more. She did more than that. Just to give you a little synopsis about where she grew up she grew up actually and i didn't she was born in cambridge england so she's a brit yank but and she technically she, well yeah she she was born in cambridge india uh, england and um she moved to uh where they have the kangaroos that jump up and down australia kind of like what Skippy. the uh, Skippy yeah the, the kangaroo and don't forget the peanut butter, too. I guess the Bee Gees did that, too. That was another that episode. <laughs> so I don't think she wanted to go, but I think at the age of five, they, they moved to uh, Australia, and uh, that's where she uh, she fell in love with music yep. before she fell in love with guys. And uh, I believe her mom bought her, her first acoustic guitar at 13 years old. So she started playing and singing at an early age and for somebody that's just a natural born phenomena i'd have to say yank she is definitely one of them or she is up in my book i'll tell you that i was i was getting a lot of memories going back through this in particular for songs like when she does a cover of have you never been mellow i think that's actually the highest i've ever heard her sing and i'm like i'm, I'm amazed at her range uh, she's unbelievable. She started singing in uh, coffee shops at 15, and she won a local uh, talent contest that put her on TV in Australia. You know, and I bet I that was before coffee shops were cool. Oh, yeah. So that's how she started a career. And she had a, a mate with her, too, a young lady, Pat. Uh, they were a duo. I don't know if anybody out there knew that. Or Did you know that, Yank? I didn't actually know about that part of her career. I didn't go that far back. Yeah, for a couple of years, they, they had a duo act uh, going in Australia. But then um, parents separated and then her mom decided to move back to England where, yeah. you know, she was in her teens. She had a boyfriend. She didn't really want to 
go back because she felt settled in Australia. So really against her will, uh, she went back to England. But had she had not gone like a twist of fate, uh, she wouldn't have become uh, as huge and popular a superstar as she did become, you know. A so, twist of fate, you say. How interesting. Yeah. Um, and she did small clubs. Um, and then uh, she got signed with Decca, Decca Records back mm -hmm. then. So she got a first uh, recording contract with Decca Records. And how about this? I didn't know this because she had such a great relationship with Cliff Richard. You know, we did our Cliff and Elvis show. And she met... Um, one of the shadows there, Bruce Welsh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, who uh, she started dating. And that kind of was her first boyfriend. But go on, Yank, I'm doing all the talking. And I know you Well, I want to mention that while she was in England, there is one thing that I think was pretty awesome. And that's that despite the fact that everyone knows her from Greece and some know her from Xanadu, she'd also done another movie in 1970. She did a science fiction film called Tomorrow. That's T O O M O. <laughs> Tomorrow was a science fiction film where a, a lovable group of kids that have a band and they're paying their way through school with the band and 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 an alien race discovers them and their amazing musical instrument and how mellow it is and how good it is for everybody's vibes. And so they get abducted by aliens and taken to another planet to entertain them. That is so true. And the guy that produced it, Don Krishna, who we've talked to before, who basically discovered the monkeys and produced yep. them and decided to produce this. But unfortunately, and the Archies. Oh, yeah. Sugar. Du, 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 <laughs> exactly. Du, du. But uh, it was a big flop. I, I, I hate to say that because nothing in my book uh, gives a living newton john any flops it was a flop nobody got paid i heard that it ran in one theater in london for a week and then that was it but you can actually you can find the whole movie on youtube and i think you can also find info about it on imdb yeah that is funny though especially back then right so yeah so the... i'd like to i'd like to instead of us talking all the time i'd like to play taking our own sweet time which is from tomorrow. So you can hear a song from the movie. I love it. Here you go. You can really hear her voice come out in there, can't you? Yeah, it's not it's bad. It's unique. It's she's got a signature to her voice, the way she sings. Oh, she does. Not the greatest of tunes, so <laughs> in my personal opinion. But it was so groovy, man. Because you know, old groovy, people forget baby. that life is good, and when you're young, you know that not everything is bad, man. 
Yeah, baby. Come yeah. On. So after the flop, anyway, uh, her relationship with Bruce Welsh kind of faded out, but she got really friendly with Cliff Richard and uh, his manager took her under uh, his wings and she started doing country. Now, how about that? An Australian English girl giving a piece of country which beat you Yanks. Can you believe that? And I don't know about not- beating us Yanks. I have to say, I was just a little taken aback when she talked about having Kentucky whiskey. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, but she did. You have she- bourbon. All right, let's play. Don't let's- get Kentucky whiskey. Why would you do that? <laughs> Urban. She got to number one in the country, American charts, beat all the Yanks. Some weren't that happy that some lady from Australia down under would come and get to the number one spot with Let Me Be There. You got Let Me Be There. I love this song. I used to hear that song all the time when I was little. So I absolutely have it. And here you go. And she doesn't sound Australian. And standing by to catch you. So you know what? We actually had that song on another episode, and I'm only mentioning it because on YouTube, we apparently started a little bit of a comment storm. Um, I said something along the lines of how that bass voice made an interesting compliment to her. And boy, there were a lot of people who were like, no, it needs to just be her voice alone. And I'm fine with that. That's actually kind of been the fun about it is that I'm looking at it going, you know, I kind of think they've got a point because sometimes he really rolls over her with that low end. I love that though. That's to me, that emphasizes her voice even more having that baritone right down below and deep. I thought I, I, I disagree. I think it was perfect. Just like her. I think Olivia is perfect too. Well, I do think it works. It works okay. And let me be there. There's another song that they do with that same person that it gets a little bit too much. He's like upstaging the whole thing. And I don't think it's intentional. I think it's more along the lines of, I guess, when they produced it, that baritone really started to overwhelm. But it was interesting because there were like 23 comments in this one little thread, everybody just responding to us. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she did have a a couple of uh, big hits on on the countryside. Please, Mr. Please, which is a lovely melody. And if we could play a little bit of one of my favorites, um, which, you know, we we honestly love you, which is our title to the, you know, for Olivia. If you could play that, that would be wonderful. Just a few bars of that. I honestly Absolutely. love you. Yeah. Um, what I tried to do, because we always were doing this to share with you and talk about the songs 
is I try to pick parts of the song that are probably the best example of whatever we're talking about or the spirit of the song. So this little bit from I Honestly Love You probably is, I don't know, seems to kind of capture the center of it. Here you go. This is a very famous song of hers, even though it was not in Greece. Yeah, and so along those lines, Olivia Newton-John's YouTube channel is full of stuff that has been posted by her. Some of it is reposts from fans that have done cleaned up stuff, I think. And um, it's this particular one was remastered. And you can tell because speaking of the low end, it has a lot more, a lot more dynamic range and more bass in it. I love it. I love the original better, but I'm an original kind of guy. Once you've nailed it and you've made it and it's an original, then it kind of sticks with me. But of course, it was a, a beautiful rendition, really good. Well, you know, that's, um, that's the thing about it that I don't know, because a lot of times when they say remastered, they just mean they took the original master and cleaned it up. But you're right. This it's been so many years. So, you know, I'm used to hearing this on an FM radio, possibly in mono. And now I hear this thing, and even though I've got a tiny little earbud, it's going woomph in my ear with the low end. <laughs> I don't know if that means they played some of the instrumental parts and mixed them back in using modern equipment, yeah. or if they just cleaned up the original recording and whoever did it was really good. Hey kids, time to go for now, but don't forget you can always find us on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on Twitter, and you can stop by our YouTube channel where we've put playlists together of all of the episodes and the seasons, so you can let those roll and have a lot of fun reliving your memories with the original, full versions of the songs. We also have the website, thelimeyandtheyank.com, where you can go download MP3s of your favorite songs from Amazon. We really appreciate you listening to the show. And the most important thing to us is please keep sharing with us your stories, your memories, your favorite songs. Give us feedback. Tell us how we're doing. And please do keep tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again.